Welcome back, everybody, to episode 70, 70 of the Vlix Podcast. I am your host, J-Bo, and we have now returned from the pandemic. We have. We are back. It's been over a year. We tried to do a couple of these remote, but it just wasn't the same because I couldn't see your lovely faces. I still can't see Danans because right. what you don't know is that we are sitting around the creme de la creme of podcast tables built by Sir Ken... And uh, he actually built this last year, but we never got to use it because as soon as he built well, it, what, what, the pandemic we hit. Used it, we used it twice. Yeah. We used it twice? Yeah, we used it twice. Remember, because I bitched about it. it was oh, the that's fuck out of my right. Because he's a whiner. That's right. But, but, we didn't have, but we didn't have the middle section that holds the microphone. Oh, no. The, 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 middle, the middle section was not here yet. Yeah. That so would be correct. We didn't actually get to use the entire table. I, I almost maintain that as soon as Ken built this table, it actually caused the pandemic. Because as soon as that happened... Everything was shut down. You know, I, I can't say that, that that's not what happened. Um, but so I, think this, it, I think it would require further investigation. So is this Schrodinger's Pandora's box-like type thing? Yeah. Yes. Like, as soon as yes. he built this table, it, it all went downhill. Anyways, I'm Pete. I'm sitting here with Ken. Hey, everybody. And across the table from me now, I can't see his face because it's covered by a microphone, and that's okay with me, oh, is, is Mr. Danon. You know, the microphones are that big. I can actually right. still see Ken. Well, well, yeah, but I'm the size of a minivan. Like, it's hard. To, I'm hard to miss. That's true. It's like, true. if you can't right. see me, there's something wrong. You can see wrong. Ken's shape, but can you say Ken's face? I can see Ken's face. He's I got, move the microphone down a little bit. He's got uh, two eyeballs. That yeah. way I can see J-Bo, because yeah. I'm excited to have you guys back in the pod cave. Yeah, right? no kidding. It's nice to be back in person. Yeah. So, yeah. really quick, before we started off this episode, we got into a conversation about... So, for those, if you've forgotten... Jonathan and I work together, and we're in the office, and his his kind of alcove is within shouting distance from mine. So we, we generally shout things when the boss is in around back and forth. And we've dubbed another colleague, his his nickname is uh, Butter Biscuit. Butter Biscuit! <laughs> Butter Biscuit. Butter and, Biscuit! Yes, and as Dayton said earlier, could we pick him out in the crowd if we said, could you point out Butter Biscuit? Yes, if you look at this guy, you know his name is Butter Biscuit. So I walked up to, to, to Jonathan, and, and I call him so many things in the office, I just told him that I need to start calling him Skeech. Because, you know, it's a standard, you know, name you call somebody, hey there, well, Skeech, you know? Sure. But what's your... Liter- what's literally your, never heard that your, word before. Right, absolutely. Really? You never what, heard that word no. before? What's never. your standard go-to, though? Well, okay. Like, we would both have standard go-tos for each other. I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. Well, I, I call you Chump. But besides Chump, there's another one. Well, yeah. I call everybody Chump, though, in the office, because we're, we're there because we're Chumps. I mean, that's the honest truth. And um, so I called him Skeech, and he was irate. Like, I've never seen him angrier. And I've called him so many terrible, horrible, no good, very bad that's, things. That's weird. Have, did you have a bad experience with Skeech as a child? I have no idea. Did trigger some I, unprocessed trauma? But I honestly think what happened that day is I got there, and I was reading my emails already, and he came up after that fact and said this. Emails are bad. So I was already into, like, my... Because I get about 300 emails between when I leave the office and when I come in the office. And they're all bitching. And every day. Yeah. Every day. And that's always something. Yeah. So either it's somebody who can't figure something out, or it's somebody who needs help, or it's somebody who doesn't, you know, isn't doing their thing they're supposed to be doing. Oh my goodness. So whatever it is, you somebody know, who just wants to bitch about it. Right. Yeah. Pretty that's much. It. They don't even know you. They just keep sending you random emails complaining about things. He's oh, got not even stuff, stuff like that he's that involved in. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually had that happen too. Like, yeah, somebody like he just got an, he he forwarded me an email that he had from work about somebody complaining about the fiscal crisis in Peru. Like, just completely random. Like, for some reason, it's his fault. I, it I don't is. Understand. Well, well that however, one, Ken, that how, one was his fault. How is the Nigerian prince doing? Um, he died. Is his bank account set up finally so he can he, deposit he, he our money? No, he didn't get it done in time. Oh, damn. Oh, what nobody, a... no, nobody would help him. Uh, so, what a shame. Due, uh, due to the, well, honestly, due to um, the area of work that we do, we get a lot of strange emails from all kinds of people um, requ- requesting things from us that we don't usually acquiesce to. Anyways, so... I called him Skeech, and he got really irate, and I was taken aback by how mad he was about this, and I didn't understand it. And my go-to at work is I call him Cream Puff. I always call him Cream Puff, and he said he told me he'd rather be called Cream Puff than Skeech, and I told him that I can accommodate that. So That's very, that's very, very big of you, Pete. Yeah, right. yeah, you know, I can help him out there. I can meet him halfway. Yeah. You know, this isn't Republican Democrats here. This is Any, anybody who's willing together. to meet you halfway is a bad judge of distance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna guess that you've still called him Skeech a couple of times. Uh, no, not since. Then. I actually haven't called him Skeech no? to wow. his face. You no, probably I was gonna say because I've heard it like nine times since we've been in this basement. Like well, yeah, all... because I'm explaining the story, but I haven't actually called him Skeech. And he texts me like three times a day, like Skeech is being such a bitch, and like right. I know what he's talking about now, but did I didn't you before. really? No, I did not. He's lying. <laughs> Pete never texts me unless it's about Josh Ritter. Yeah, I, it, that's true. Uh, but I do, I do, uh, I do call him Cream Puff and um, uh, Scrumpy. I call him Scrumpy. Yeah, I haven't called Scrump. But hey, his nickname is you know that you know that's fucking right. No. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, like from back in the day. And I mean, like early '90s. That was that was a that was a code uh, for, for for yeah for for doing humping. the old scrump. Yeah, the scrumpy the, the, the beast scrump. scrumpy yep, dance. The, the beast with two backs. We have a really good theory that our our other coworker that sits in our general area all the time, um, has to go home and tell everybody his wild and crazy stories. Oh yeah, because we talk about the most random we really do. shit at work ever. Like yeah. today, we started playing Bob Evans commercials on YouTube. Yeah. And then we got into a. Uh, I'm going to ask you guys this. I was going to bring this up, and I t- and thanks for reminding me, Jonathan. But I was going to bring this up today. We were talking about breakfast, and we got on Bob. Evans. Why did we get on oh, Bob? Because the lady's story is down on the farm. Down, down on, on the, the farm. farm. And so, so yeah. that's the title of the story. So I put a picture of a Bob Evans barn. He in, did. In the story. He did. So he's like, Completely he's like down on the farm. Right. He Copyright says, infringement he, all over the place. He's yeah, like, yeah. he's like, what commercial was that from? I was like, I couldn't remember. Bob. I was like, that's Bob Evans. So we started talking about. It. He's like. Hey, he's like, hey, I haven't had Bob Evans in a long time. I go, we just had it because we ordered a pound of bacon. We did. We did. Oh. So at Bob Evans, if you order a side of bacon, this is a side story going with a side of bacon. If you order a side of bacon, um, you get three strips, right? For and we, $3.79. For $3.79. So we both wanted a side of bacon. So that's six strips for what amounts to seven, eight dollars $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $8, $
So I was like, what the hell? He's like, why did you order so much bacon? I said, because there's only a dollar more. Anyways, that that Wait, aforementioned answer, so we so we ate correct, our bacon correct. and then we went and gave it to our coworker. Yeah, the, oh, the aforementioned again co-worker, correct answer. Yeah, we, we gave him, and of course, but he, he gratefully he accepted the gift of bacon. Did you? Did. did you all? Who? Well, first of all, if you don't, you're a communist, right? But did you also um, get him a nice buttermilk biscuit? Uh, uh, no, we, well, there was with butter. Of, there were none of those left. There were none of those. Left. We mm. only got one biscuit apiece. Mm, that's sad. I did I'm, have a loaf of banana bread. so thin. Oh man. That banana bread? Yeah, I got it yeah. from my mom. Yeah, that stuff's good. Anyways, for, and for some reason today, we got on the topic of uh, um, Bob Evans or Cracker Barrel. Well, while we and, were watching uh, commercials. Yeah, we were watching commercials, and for some YouTube. reason, Cracker Barrel jumped in my head. I was like, so would you guys rather eat a Bob Evans or Cracker Barrel? And it sprouted a debate, right? So now we also have Butter Biscuit back here with us. Yeah, Butter Biscuit was there, and, and he was the dissenter. We, we all basically said that we would rather eat breakfast at Cracker Barrel then Bob Evans, and he dissented. He said that he would rather eat breakfast at Bob Evans. And we actually went to m- our boss with this. <laughs> and and the boss the boss said Bob Evans because, technicality, he never ate breakfast at Cracker Barrel, which I uh, found strange. I've never eaten breakfast at Crackle Barrel either. Wow, Dana. I've never been to Crackle Barrel. Well, Crackle Barrel? I um, love me some Crackle Barrel. I've, I've been to Cracker Barrel. Um, I guess it depends on what you want. Well, no. In general, Ken, you have to answer the question in general. If I have to, if I had, if to you say had to in choose general, one or the other, I, I would, I would choose Cracker Barrel. Okay. okay. However, so here's, however, oh, there's one a caveat. Of my, one of my favorite things to eat for breakfast is omelets, and Bob Evans makes a better omelet. I will concede that point, Ken. I will concede that point, but I will still choose Cracker. See, I don't actually get omelets when I go to either one of those places for breakfast. Oh, omelets are the best. Yeah, but I don't. When I go, why order I, one thing when you can have all of it in one thing? Well, right. just order all of it anyways. <laughs> Um, then, then, you, then you're just okay. like making a pig of yourself. Wait, now hang on, guys, hang on. Um, if you order everything, it would be like thirty eight dollars, but you can order an omelet with everything in it for eight seventy nine. Well, just buy the the farmers complex thing, and you get like the farmers, farmers complex. complex? I, I, we're all gonna have farmers complex soon. <laughs> I mean, I've got a farmers go tan, like... but I'm not, I haven't developed a farmers complex yet. <laughs> you can just wait for it. You're just going outside and rolling the hay. To see what this thing's called. Bill, do you like a little barn out of waffles and the whole bit? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's the, got a farmer the farm, complex. The, far, the farmer's complex does not come with an omelet. <laughs> well, well, that chicken looks fucking delicious. Old Jed got me, got himself now, farmer's if it, complex. If, if, if we're off breakfast. Okay, now here, here's, here's, the, here's the dissenting opinion that we heard earlier. Go. If it's, if it's not breakfast, I'm going to buy that. That is ex- I, I exactly agree, what the I, other guy said. I agreed with that. I've actually never eat eaten non breakfast at Cracker Barrel. Yeah, I've I've only knew, eaten knew, breakfast at Cracker Barrel. I think one time I got like the turkey dinner at Cracker Barrel with my grandparents while we were camping. Because that's you know like there's two places, two like chain restaurants you can go to and get a good turkey dinner, and it's Cracker Barrel and Bob Evans. Mm. But in terms of Bob Evans lunch and dinner, the soups, I like their I like the cheddar potato soup. I like their salad choices. Okay. Okay. Um, I like their sandwiches. All right. So here, here's another. And po- you know, again, banana bread. Well, since we're still on, on, on well, kind of on breakfast, uh, what's the worst breakfast experience you've ever had at a restaurant? Mine would be a Waffle House in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, where I worst... stopped and I asked for you know uh, uh, an omelet with cheese, and, and you know what? It came out an omelet with like two Kraft singles on top. 
It was creepy. Yeah, and the that's... Waffle House was creepy. Waffle that's Houses awful. are creepy in general, but this that's one was extra Waffle creepy. Houses. Yeah. Uh, my, my worst breakfast experience, hands down, was an IHOP in Portage, Michigan. Ooh, an IHOP in Portage, huh? Yes. Yes, mm. they sat us in the, in the booth right next to the bathroom. The place stank oh of backed up sewage. The, f- the service was terrible. And uh, the stuffed French toast was frozen in the middle. Oh, nice. Oh, Dana, what about you? And they were unabashedly indifferent <laughs> to all of <laughs> they, they know. They, they got to live in there. Yeah, they know. Nobody they know. cared. Every one of them is like one dropped fork away from suicide. Like just <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh, oddly, mine also was an IHOP, but it was in Canada. We're in Toronto, I think. Or maybe Niagara. Well, yeah, because it's an international... Yeah. yeah, well, we should have yeah. known. We went in there for breakfast, and there were zero other customers. And, like, you just get that feeling, like, did we surprise them? I think it was, like, 10, 30, or 11. Like, <laughs> it wasn't early them? or anything, and they're like, oh, well, it's just, it's horrible, and everybody here knows it. That's why it's empty. It just was the only place to go, and, like, I mean, the service was okay because we were the only freaking people in there, but I think they still took 20 minutes to bring us water. And then all of the food was barely edible. I don't know. It was sad. So I don't I don't IHOP anymore. Jonathan. Yeah, when, when, when IHOP when it's when it's good it's okay and when it's bad it's bad. Right. What do you got, Jonathan? I've only been to IHOP one time my entire life. Was it here? Wh- which where where is the IHOP? Um, somewhere close to um, fuck. That's that's a pretty decent <laughs> place. I guess the one by Priscilla on, on it Miller was Road. That's it was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was uh, it was outside of Universal Studios. In oh, it was in Florida. Oh, so you're in Orlando, Florida. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was the only time I've ever been there. And I was not impressed. No. No. I'm I hop's not that impressive. Like, even when we opened the one over here in town, I have not been there yet. I haven't been there yet. I, I can make pancakes just fine. Why Me would too. you? Yeah. Yeah. It's not really necessary. And, you know, if you're desperate enough, you can find pecan syrup. In other places, you don't mm-hmm. have to go to just. To they have a. There. They have fancy syrup. I don't even know. They that. have. They have three different syrups on the table. Oh. Ooh. Like mostly on the table, and you can also get them in a. <laughs> True. Yeah. A, yeah. You got to. You, you got to use your oh, pancake so, to mop it up off the table. I was gonna say, is this like a trough of syrup, and you just dip your pancake in it? That might be better than what a, commu- they have. a communal trough of syrup. Ooh, yeah. Like a little. Oh, it's like a waterfall. Yeah, it's like a sushi. That would like, be an improvement. It runs by everybody. Just like a river. Yeah, that goes rubber, around the whole river restaurant. Syrup. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you just the, kind the of just... pancakes float by in it, and you just pull them out. And oh, eat them. yeah. Post pandemic, so, this is a great business plan. Yeah. I think so you when definitely you, do this. Absolutely. <laughs> so when you said communal trough of syrup, I pictured the troughs at like Old Tiger Stadium. Oh, oh yeah, oh, God, full of that syrup. That's exactly that's exactly <laughs> okay. what I was. Uh, I was just making to. sure. Yeah. That and there's still a lot of sausage in it. Pete, how much <laughs> money would we have to pay you to put you in a kiddie pool full of syrup? Ooh. Ooh. Banana, how, banana hammock? How much no? would he pay no, us? Yeah, do I get to, to wear a banana hammock? How well, much would he pay us to play? Right? <laughs> He's like, you bring the syrup. You can wear whatever bring the you hammock. want, except for um, like a wetsuit or something. So banana hammock. Mm-hmm. So if I get in there with a banana hammock, what are you offering? Give me an offer and I'll tell you if I'll do it or not. Now, what kind of syrup are we talking about? Like well, corn I, syrup? I want, no, 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 no. I don't no, want no, caro no. syrup or corn Pan- syrup. I want pancake syrup. It's going to be pancake syrup, but it's going to be because we want to keep so cost corn down. syrup. So we're going to go to Gordon's. Mm. Oh, it's going to so be corn syrup? syrup. So corn syrup, not Gordon syrup. Well, at least yeah. make it. At least I would rather have pure maple syrup, but at least make you it. You know like, how expensive that would. That's be? That's what I was saying. That's too expensive. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna again. 
I'm going to to be bipartisan here. That's the name of the game today. I'm going to say at least make it Mrs. Butterworth's. So corn syrup. Sure. As long as it's thick and rich. As long as it's thick and rich, buttery and golden. So mm-hmm. I love that old bitch. Yeah, <laughs> right. So love her. Give me, give me an amount, and I'll let you know. But you, you have to offer up the dough. I, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you exactly how much, but I would be willing to pay as much as five dollars. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I'm still waiting for an offer. I'll like, give you. I would. I'd give you hundred dollars. Can you $100? imagine this being the first no. video that Vlixcast ever oh, releases? It's just for no reason. And it's Pete in a banana hammock. Yeah, covered in syrup and a banana hammock. Like I think. It's pretty on brand. I would yeah, say. Actually, I think I think you're right. Like, like, that's that bad beautifully for encapsulates involved. us. You Plus, you make a great cover for hundred dollars. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. no, I would hold out for more. If you want to see this, you got to pay more than a hundred dollars, my friend. One hundred and twelve. What kind of dance are you? Oh, come do? on, be serious. You're you're not even you're not even trying. What? What? Okay, so we're gonna drop. If you add my five, cover you in seventeen, right? And then we're gonna drop twenty dollar bills just on top of your head. And you keep everything that sticks. You're just gonna be out okay, there. Okay, wait, wait. All, like, I could go with this, but you have arm, to drop inflatable flailing arm man. Let's go uh, with trying to catch You have 20s. to drop at least, at least, a hundred twenty dollar bills, and whatever sticks to me, I'll keep. I'll do that. Okay. I, I would do that because that's fun. We're just you want making two it rain. Grand? 120, but I might no, not get two grand. only what sticks. Only what sticks. I know, but where, where are we gonna get two grand? It in doesn't cash? matter because we're gonna grease those fuckers up first. Yeah. <laughs> What's, what's the sticks? diametric opposite to syrup? Like, can we, like, Harden and <laughs> slide right off. Right. They have to be legitimate dollars here. You can't just like okay, cover them in wait, shellac. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. There is actually fake you money. Cover, you, could, you could cover a $20 bill in shellac and the store would still take it. Yeah, but they won't stick to my 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 You didn't, my, my you, you didn't body. say they had to do the, you were You said you said they got to be legitimate. They couldn't be covered in shellac. Well, unlike Trump's dad, I'm pulling out. <laughs> if that's the case, and the world is better for it. That went deep fast. All right. Okay. Well, that sounds she like a, a, a pivot point. <laughs> that's, 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 sorry, that's what I'm sorry. Said. Let's let's pivot to. Uh, do we want to do a break or do we pivot! want to move to our actual? Pivot. No, to... I want to talk about this surf thing. I want to see. So we have to have one hundred twenty dollars bills. One. I told you these. This is what it is. I told you, $120 bills, non-select, actual money out of a well, pocket. Hold on, hold on. So, I'm, so I'm not going to do it with actual money. Well, then we're but, not doing Hold it. on. I will order 100 fake $20 bills that are the movie money. We're going to ruin a bunch of coupons. Right. And then, <laughs> and then whatever actually does stick to you, we'll give you. In, in real, real ca- 20s. In real 20s. Real 20s? Yep. Hmm. Hmm. And I'm covered in syrup. You're co- in a kiddie pool. In a kiddie pool with a with a banana hammock on. Yeah. This is a perfect oh, opportunity for us to, to get one of those on camera. Make it rain guns. Mm. Yeah. Yep. And I'm mm. and I'm in there and I'm and I'm wiggling and I'm wiggling trying to stick mm. these things yep. to me. This sounds like something we can market as a show. Right. That's the whole show. We do it twice a week. It's <laughs> <laughs> just me. No. And it's if you want to if you really want people to watch that show, it's going to have to be someone in a bikini who's not Pete. Well, right. yes, well. but we will have actual contestants to do that, right? It, it sounds it, it will get canceled. Actually, you know what? No, you have to wear a bikini. I'm not wearing a bikini. Dude. Yeah, you are. A banana hammock shows more. I don't, it'd be more right. funny if you're in a bikini, <laughs> though. For the children. <laughs> All right, moving on. What's what's number one on the docket to talk about today? 
Well, we're going to talk about comics. Comic, not comics, not Marvel or DC or Image oh, comics like God. that. We are we are actually talking about, and these are things that anybody younger than us probably wouldn't know exists. Um, they are the Sunday comics from the from the what are they called? Newspapers, Ken? Newspapers. Newspapers. What, uh, see, what would that be? See, a hundred years ago, back in the ancient nineteen nineties, right, mm-hmm. or and before. There used to be this thing that came to your house if you had a subscription, you had to pay, yeah. kind of like how you do for Netflix now. Um, and they they delivered a what what was called a newspaper to mm-hmm. your porch, and in the newspaper were a were a series of articles that conveyed the news to you in written format, in 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 different kind of mm-hmm. um, in different segments segments. Yes, ah. there would be a sports section, for example. A business section. Um, there was always, a, you know, in the Sunday paper, there was always a, a lot of advertising inserts, like you know, back before they came in your email. Mm, so you could go um, to your local Kmart. Yeah, find you could, a blue you, yeah. light special or or Big Wheel, Ooh. or um, you know, if you were really I remember lucky, that store. Yeah, Walmart ads, and then of course, you know, Sunday, um, as you got closer to Christmas, like the Toys R Us cat, to, um, Ooh, yes. toy catalog oh, yeah. was like oh, yes. the shiznit. Yeah, you go um, to your local and, ben and, and there was also. A crossword puzzle for those people who like to stimulate their minds. And there was a daily comic strip. A.K.A. Funnies. The Funnies. The Funnies. And on Sundays, very special day of the week. Very special. They were in color. And, and they more had than their one own, page. They had their own insert. Yes. Mm-hmm. You could take that in a different room. Oh, it was so great. So, so before the fall of the Flint Journal, every day they were in color, too. Just mm. just at the end. Right. Yeah, it was probably for like the last two, three years. Yeah, just at the end. So I loved the Sunday paper as a kid because as soon as my dad got done reading it, you know, I would get, number one, he'd get done with the sports section, and I'd jump into that because they actually talked about sports and actually had these things called box scores because you could look up stats. Mm. They don't do that anymore. They don't even do that online anymore. I remember how, I yeah. remember learning how to, how, to, how, to, how to take a box score at a game. Yep. And, uh, and then... The funnies. And the best part was laying them out on the floor, laying down on your stomach, <laughs> and just reading them all. And everybody yep. knows what I'm talking about when you're when you're our age yep. and getting old. Yep. Yeah, I don't know if my kids have seen the funnies. Really? I think so. Well, I think my dad still has a, a journal subscription, if that's even a thing a person can have. It does. It still exists. It exists. Yeah. It exists. It's okay. quickly going okay. away. But your but your kids, I know your kids have read some of the funnies that are in the comics, just not in no. newspapers. So today mm. we're gonna talk about our favorite newspaper comics, our most hated newspaper comics, mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna go into that a little bit. So bear with us. Um, maybe you'll learn something. You can look these up because they're all online now. So yeah, you can look the ones that we're up trying to see what we're talking about. All right. So we're gonna take a quick break, which for you will be a second, and we'll be right back. Today's program brought to you by Chili Hobo brand Hobo Chili. Made from the freshest ingredients to be found in train yards, switch stations, groves of trees along the tracks, and anywhere that cheerful tramps ride the rails. It'll keep you warm and toasty as you're huddled around the barrel fire. That's Chili Hobo brand Hobo Chili. And remember, if there isn't a frozen homeless guy in the can, it's not Chili Hobo. Thank you, Chili Hobo. I'm glad you're helping us pay the bills. That's right. So, uh, so I have some... News that I was going to share with you guys. News? Ken, Ken kind of guessed it earlier. Yep, I has the carpal tunnel. Oh, he does. It's from it's from uh, typing. 
Yeah, yep. Clicking of the mouse. Clicking of the mouse, actually. Are you the first person in your family to get it? Uh, yes, I am, actually. Um, some people are genetically predisposed to it, and it runs in, uh, runs in families. I have it, too. It's very mild. Uh, my case, which is from um, manually typing on a calculator years for you know the first 15 years of my professional career. Right. So, anyways. So, comic strips. Comic, comic strips. You'd think we planned that, but guess what? We don't plan anything. <laughs> we plan, like, one thing, and then we just go from there. Because, honestly, the entire week and a half we planned for this... The only thing we came up with was comic strips until I found a couple of quips today. Right. Okay, so comic strips, and we're talking about the not the, the old school newspaper comic strips, of, of which there are many. Um, we've each condu- created a list of our top seven favorites and our top seven most hated or shittiest, um, to make it easy for you guys. And we're going to count them down from seven. I think we're going to start with our most loved, and then we'll get into the most hated. So... When we when we give our comic, we can uh, we can talk about why we liked it, um, and we can all chime in on whether we agree or not with it being good or not. So who would like to give their their number? So we're going to mm. talk about number seven. So we're going to round the table. Number seven most loved comic strip. Mm. So I'll start. Oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. And my number seven is Kathy. What the hell? Yeah, that's that's surprising. You're gonna have to explain this one. It makes have, perfect sense when you think about it. it. A little bit does, but you're gonna have to explain. I mean, this. I can see you relating, but really, actually, tell tell the people what Kathy was. So Kathy was just this random person. She had no powers or anything like that. She wasn't a superhero. She was a plain Jane businesswoman, and everything was about her doing her hair and her makeup and just being a businesswoman and hating work. Which is why Jonathan related to it so much. It's possible. Because doing his, cause, like, cause, cause doing his hair and makeup. <laughs> uh, I, have, I really don't... I Jonathan think running I, around in his little business suit and his little skirt. So Sensible heels. I think Sensible the reason heels. why I liked it was because one of the shows that I would watch as a child was Murphy Brown. Oh, and uh, Kathy's very Murphy Brown. Yeah, yes. so it related a lot to watching that show. And Kathy's I think that's, very Murphy Brown. A little bit. In what way? Uh, in, the business, in, in, in the business, business way. Suit. Well, actually, it's... actually, Ken's right. Yes. Now, the only thing that, that relates Kathy to Murphy Brown is, is the business suit. And yeah. she kind of looks like Murphy Brown. But Murphy Brown is the exact opposite of Kathy because Kathy was... Uh, Murphy Brown was a very gung-ho woman, and Kathy is not. Right. I'm not saying they were the same person. It was just the same feeling. visual and oh, feeling, visual. yeah. So. The same aesthetic, that's what you're saying? Yeah. Because in the other show I used to watch as a kid, and you guys are going to be a lot of shit for this, but I'll let it all the bad. You bet we will. Was actually the show about the interior designers? Designing women? Designing women. Yeah, Designing Women. Oh, I've watched I actually a fair few episodes of that I love that one. show. Yeah. I it have was a never show. seen an episode of it, to be honest with oh. you. Yeah. You know, Dixie Carter's character on that show would have been right up your alley. Was it, oh, oh, absolutely. It may be. Like, I, may be. I have nothing good or bad to say about it because I've never seen an episode. That of may it. be something for you to add to your morning, your morning. <coughs> yeah, uh, episode. Watch, watch some. Watch some of that on YouTube. You can. That, you could find. I guarantee you, there's a ton of designing women, Dixie Carter speeches on 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 YouTube. Okay. Okay. I'm game. All right. Who's up? Um, I'll go next. All right. Number seven of your number, most loved. M- number seven, my most loved was 
Blondie. Really? Yes. Blondie. Yes. You're a Dagwood guy. She's now, that's because that, well, you like the sandwich. Blondie right? was kind of a fox. Fair. She was. In a little, cartoony little, little sort foxy. of way. Yeah. 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 Um, and Dagwood was like, you know, he was the, that guy, was, he, like, I wanted to be Dagwood. Like, so what's weird kinda about... Kind of hot wife, big sandwiches all over the place, just oh, yeah. sitting, sit, right. relax in the chair and watch naps. TV. A lot yeah. of naps. Yeah. A lot of naps. So the thing with that, that always weirded me out, was that Blondie looked like a real human woman. But Dagwood looked like a mutant. He was such a freak, right? He looked a mutant. He had no eyeballs. Like his eyes were dark, you know, like circle. And he had that doom. weird long nose. Yeah, he didn't look human. Ha- and you know, the, the hairdo wasn't helping him. No. To me, when I was a kid, he looked soulless. Like <laughs> he looked like kind of well, a ghoul. I can see that. As much yeah. as he like participated in his family's life, I would say, yeah, probably pretty soulless. Yeah, soulless. Sure, you know, you know, I was always surprised they never made that into a like a like a live action thing. I'm glad they didn't. All right, Danon, what's your number seven most loved? My number seven is Foxtrot. Oh, you know what? Danon and I can both take this because you know what my number seven is? Foxtrot. Uh Yeah, it was like a solid, dumb thing about the kids. and Yeah. The the nerdy kid always had some good stuff to do and say, and he wrote his best storylines with that. What was his name? I don't really remember off the top of my head. What, the iguana? No, not the the kid with the iguana. Yeah, whatever his name was. (laughs) Anyways, the kid with the glasses. Giant glasses. His his storylines were really good. Yeah. Um. The rest of it could hit or miss. You know, I didn't really identify with the athlete, athletic kid or anything like that. But I, I generally enjoyed Foxtrot. And if you read a Foxtrot book, they read pretty well. You can go today and read a Foxtrot book, in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree. Because that was my number six. Was it? So you're so we're on number six. So your number six was Foxtrot. Yep. And we just covered that, so we can move on to Ken's number six. Hmm. My number six was Beetle Bailey. Really, Beetle yeah. Bailey. Really? Yeah. I All mean, right. so I have to admit, it's been around a long time. It it's has. been around a long time. I never liked it. There wasn't I, a lot to it. I thought it was okay as, he a, was lazy. as a kid. Sarge yeah, didn't lazy. like that. Do that again for 50 years. Like, that was. <laughs> Basically, yes. Yeah, I don't know what it was about that particular comic strip, but I still read it. Every time? Oh, you read but, all of them. Oh, yeah, you well, read I actually all. didn't. There were some no. I would not read. I'll, we'll get to the ones that I did not read at, in, when we get Prince to the ones Valiant. that we hate. Uh, there sorry. was something just outside, and it scared me. Mm-hmm. was a bat. I don't know. It had it's a squirrel. A squirrel. It's Is sitting, it? Yeah, it's sitting on the top of the uh, retaining wall. Oh, okay. Boy, you're nervous. You, you love squirrels, too. Man. I do I love like... squirrels. There's new squirrel magic cards, and they're already all sold out. It made me really sad today because I was going to spend like $400 on them. I can't believe you didn't pre-order that stuff. Like, that's right up your alley. He pre-orders Transformers. I do pre-order Transformers. I have like 14 pre-ordered right now. He does. All right. I didn't know there were 14 to pre-order. Oh, there's actually probably over 100 to pre-order right now. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they keep coming out with them. Danon, number six. Number six. I'm going with Pearls Before Swine. Ah, I had them on my list, but I pulled them off because they're very hit and miss for me. Right, but I mean, art is weird. Yes, the art's weird, but uh, they tried to do something more than the same trope all the time. Like that's it was true. kind of the same thing, but they was going for a more of a cerebral joke. And that's why it's hit and miss. Well, yeah, in my opinion. But um, I appreciate him swinging for the fences. Just some of that stuff, you know, Marmaduke. What do you? Yeah. What do you? What are we doing here? Why are we still here? Yeah. What? How do you even get that job? How do you keep that job? Being the guy who writes the big dog comic strip. For 50 years, whatever that run was. Yeah. Spoiler alert, it's on my list. It's on my list, too. Um, <laughs> of course it is, because it's the it worst. Number six for me is uh, Doonesbury. 
Um, on the likes. I, mm, I never got that one. I, I didn't care about politics at the time. I thought... I liked it reading it as a kid, although I didn't understand a lot of it. But as an adult, I love it even more. It's aged well. Uh, maybe that would um, be one to reread. Yeah, because now that I understand... It's like it's like when you're a kid and you watch MASH and you hate it. But when you're an adult, you watch MASH and it's great. Um, it kind of did that to me. So okay. I, I love Doonesbury now. And I liked it as a kid just because I thought the art was cool. But I actually like it a lot more now. Doonesbury was my number five. Oh, so are we going to fives? Are we jumping to fives now? That was actually when I would skip reading. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I I, I could see that as a kid. I understand that. Probably always read the first panel, and then I was like, this sucks. Well, you know, my first, like, the first presidential election I ever paid attention to was 1988. Okay. George W. Bush. Yeah, Staying up watching the... I remember staying up late watching. That was the, Bush Dukakis, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember staying up late watching the uh, returns on that one. So oh. I was kind of, you know, into the politics as an early at an early age. So Doonesbury kind of spoke to me in that way. Yeah. yeah. So that was your number five. That was my number five. Yeah. So Jonathan, what was your number five? I'm gonna say my number five is probably Mutz. Mutz. Yep. See, I, I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. Sometimes I would skip it. Um, I just. It seemed simple to me. It was simple, but it was, it was different. It was a little different. It was, it was very, very, very minuscule art. Oh yeah, and it was cute. I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the simplicity of it almost. Nice. Okay, Dane in five. Five. I gotta go with uh, Dilbert. Dilbert. Okay. Okay, Dilbert is on my most I was liked list. Just getting into the workforce at the time, and it kind of you could tell right away, like, oh, okay. this, man. This. The problem I have with Dilbert now is that guy went crazy. Oh yeah. So, yeah, Scott Adams off the deep end. Really? Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. In the comics or just like in regular life? In regular life. Oh, rats. Yeah. I was hoping it spilled over. It's almost an Ender's Game kind of thing. Ones. Oh. It's an Orson Scott sucks. card kind of off the deep end. Man, and those were such good books too. Yeah. Um, my five was uh, Bloom County. Really? Yeah, I like that. You like the weird shit. Yeah, I love Bloom County. Oh, I that was another. Do. If I was gonna skip because I didn't feel like it that day. Oh, I still do. Like if you read an actual Bloom County book now, it's great. Um, I really, really. What is his name? Is Berkeley Breath? Berkeley Breath. He had the weirdest name, but he did a great job, in my opinion, with Bloom County. That was my five. Hmm. Jonathan four. Uh, number four for me is probably going to be early Peanuts. And and he has to specify this because, mm. well, I'll talk about this later, but but early Peanuts are different than, than I mean, later Peanuts. So Peanuts pre-1970, 1980 maybe, let's say pre-1980 is different than 1980 on. Yeah, because they're still a little, like, they're maybe like four or five-year-olds in the originals. Mm-hmm. And then later on, they're like eight, nine, ten. Hmm. So okay. it's a very different art style, well, uh, more right. uh, more chibi. I would almost say, compared to what everybody recognizes Charlie Brown as, you know. But um, my grandmother had the original books from all of them being published. Oh, sure. So I had them in order, and it was very different reading them that way. Um, with the younger looking art and stuff. 
it felt more like how they should act based on how old they were. Right. And especially get to the movies when they're all like 35 and over it. And then for some reason living on their own and then having these problems, but still being in elementary school for no reason. Right. (laughs) And Charlie Brown is definitely 50 and has lost all his hair. It's very weird. Right. It's very weird. But yeah, so uh, early peanuts. Uh, the okay. late peanuts and later, not just not my forte. Hmm. All right. So it actually was something that was not in the comics that I grew up in. It was actually right. a second year reading of them. Okay. Huh? That's okay. that's legal. That's allow it. That's al- yeah, it's allowed. Ken, four. Um, Dilbert was four for me. Dilbert, uh, Dilbert mm-hmm. was my four also. Yeah, so ten. I saw a four Dilbert, and again, I, 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 it makes sense to me, and it did because Ken and I were in the corporate structure back at uh, Office Max at the time, probably when Dilbert first started his thing when he started getting popular. So it's Jonathan, and and it just made a lot of sense to me. And I'm sorry, we just have to acknowledge the correlation between Dilbert and Drew Carey. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. It's impossible not to. Um, Drew Carey, the early the early years of Drew Carey show was pretty much just live action Dilbert, right? Yeah, it, it kind of kind of more drinking, a little bit, a little bit more drinking. But you know, you look at like you know some. I, I swear, I swear, they, they pulled some of the plot lines of those episodes right from the comic strips. Yeah, I like, wonder. It's possible. Hmm. Right, Dana. Well, hit me okay, with your so four. my four Garfield. I used Garfield to had all the little you know half size books. Everybody yep. had those really long books, yep. like number yep. 41, number 42, oh, 52. Oh, gosh, you had a whole stack of those things. Those were, like, scholastic, straight out of Scholastic. I still have mine. Yep. Yep. Yeah, those were pretty hit and miss, too, but overall, I mean, uh, watched all the Garfield cartoons. Yep. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The new stuff is terrifying. Garfield and Friends yeah. with the farm animals. Oh, that was great. Oh, I, I used to love U.S. Acres was, all, oh, was, all, yep. was another one of my favorite cart, um, cartoons, but I include that with Garfield. Yeah, I do, um, too. But yeah, the the like the Saturday morning cartoons were fantastic. Yeah. Loved everything about it. So you know what's fun about Garfield as an adult? Hmm. Reading it where they erase Garfield. Oh yeah, Garfield oh. without Garfield. Yeah, that is. It's, See, it's some of the funniest shit ever. And this goes in. Really? This goes into so Garfield's actually on my list of most overrated. Fair. I don't hate Garfield. Right. I don't love it. Um. He, I feel like he recycles a lot of jokes in Garfield, and it's mm-hmm. the same thing over and over. And if they can get funnier by removing the main character, mm. you kind of have an issue, in my opinion. Um, John John Arbuckle was kind of a great character, and you're wasting him on Garfield, in my opinion, in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, he's, they're they're probably that's probably my most overrated comic. My second most overrated was Peanuts. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, I just I, th- okay. I'm gonna k- tell you guys. I skipped that as a kid. I did not read Peanuts. I hated it. Absolutely mm. hated it. I thought Charlie Brown was a sucker. Yeah. Um, and a chump when I was a kid. And like, would you just yeah. like take the ball from Lucy? Just take just it. Kick just her instead. Kick her. Yeah. Just, just take time. the ball. Why do you? How do you keep right falling for this? You're a moron, right? So I have a question. I sent you one of the ones the other day. The old ones. The old ones. I liked it. It was good, right? Yeah. It's completely different. It is. And that's why have you ever there's seen a caveat. I might have seen some of the old ones. I've seen ones where they're definitely drawn different, but I don't know if I could the old for ones, sure say it was different and better. The old ones are uh, more charming hmm? okay. than what you that what we saw in the newspapers as kids. Yeah. 
Um, they definitely were more charming than that. I I dislike the uh, the the Halloween and Christmas Charlie Brown specials. Oh, I can't. I love the music. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> the music is the Christmas Charlie Brown Christmas music is great. Ken will back me up on this. It's not Christmas music. It's not. Why? Why do you say it's not Christmas music? Well, Linus and Lucy isn't Christmas music. Oh, it's not. No. Oh, but they play it at Christmas. Yeah, they do because it's most associated with it's it, it, with Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. Uh, Linus and Lucy was actually just constri- was written by the Vince Guaraldi Trio to be a um, theme song for Charlie Brown. Oh, not necessarily the Christmas, but like just Charlie Brown in general. Anyways, I like that. Um, music. So it's technically not Christmas music, but yeah, I, I do I do love Linus and Lucy. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I like that. So I just sent one to Dana. Dana, right. it's better. It's better, it's right? It's better. I feel like I should be reading it on a big boy placemat, but <laughs> right, <laughs> that's fair. So, uh, so that was you. Did you? No, that, that was our, everybody. Did their fours. So we're fours. we're into the top threes, uh, All right, so uh, people. My number three was Garfield. Your number three was Garfield. So yep. that segues from Danon's four to your three, mm. which is Garfield. We've had a discussion. Ken, do you have a different number three? Uh, Garfield was my number three. Garfield, uh, no. we're going to have Garfield on board. Mm-hmm. I know Danon's Garfield four. slash USA. Right. Okay. Um, Boondocks. Oh, a three. relatively new one. Right. Made into a cartoon. Yeah. That um, was a great cartoon. Um, but just so different for comic books. Like It, it was, was a little bit more edgy, uh, smarter. It was smarter. It was a little bit more cerebral than most. I could see why people didn't like it, because it kind of like talked about some edgier things. Yeah. Um, which is why I did like it. Um, my number three was not that though. My number three was Get Fuzzy. Huh? Okay, that's a good one. So it's a great one. I have to admit, my number. So here's the thing. My number two is Get Fuzzy slash Zits. Because I didn't start reading Get Fuzzy until I was, like, in my 20s. Well, it's a relatively new one. It didn't really come out until we were in our 20s. Right. But as far as when I was a kid, a teenager, Zitz was my number two. Yeah, that was pretty close to making the list. Yeah. Yeah, but I love Get Fuzzy. I think the cat and the dog's dynamic is great. Oh, I do, too. Um, I love the cat. He cracks me up, man. He's the best. He's the best. I actually, I remember one of the first ones that I ever saw, I ended up taking to work and taking it to the back and laminating it, and I still have that laminated copy. It's in one of my totes. Yeah, those are the best ones when you know you have to, like, take it somewhere and you hang it up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those, I did a lot, that a lot for Dilbert's. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, because you, you know, people, other people who are in a struggle with you could definitely relate to that. Oh, yeah. So, to be honest, I really didn't care for Dilbert. I, I can see that. And I didn't care for the cartoon. Oh, the cartoon yeah. was terrible. Yeah. We well, don't count that as an actual cartoon. That no. Was, I forgot that existed. No. Yeah, that was honest. junk. Yeah. It was junk. Complete trash. All right. All right. We're, we're at number two. Number two. I I gave you my number two. It was the tie between Zitz and oh, Get Zitz Fuzzy. and Get Fuzzy was your number two. Uh, my number two is Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, that's your oh, number two. That's your number yep. two. Right, wow. So, okay, so if we, we agreed might as well on go, number one. So we might as well put it out. Yeah. So I also put Calvin and Hobbes as number one. Right. Okay, but because it's the best. Okay, so your number two is Cullen and Hobbs. Correct. Oh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna have to I'm hear curious. your reason for number yeah. one. Don't say it yet, because I'm super curious. Also. Yeah. Oh, you guys aren't gonna like it. Okay. Oh no, I'm not. We're for not. sure, because you're wrong. Yeah. What's but your number two, Danon? <laughs> my number two is Farside. That is also my number two. Um, caught on slowly, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh gosh, Farside I remember being like at least in middle school, but owning most of the books. The books 
are oh, what so what hooked me on Farside because the yeah. books were fantastic. I had Farside calendars like the daily like 365 Farsides, gosh, which I are still great. Years. Oh yeah. yeah, I actually used to just grab that off the counter at work and take it back to the to the <laughs> and flip center through it and just sit there and read them all because yeah. they're great. That's why. Yeah, okay. I actually Farside? did that with all number of the two. You okay with that? Calendars. Yeah, yeah. I have no objection to Farside whatsoever. Okay. All mm. right. So I might. So we have three. I mean, I wasn't a huge fan. Okay. Clearly. You know, Clearly. I didn't. I didn't have collectibles like you guys. But uh. okay. So the number one, um, the collective number one, except for Ken. So we have three number ones of Calvin and Hobbes, um, which is consistently voted as the top comic of all time. Um, before we get into why we like it, I want to hear Ken's number one. Right, I am desperate. Oh, why my, he... my number one is Peanuts. Oh, God, I don't uh, see how that can be you possible. Would. You because, would. I just don't. Be, because, because there was a point in my life where I was Charlie Brown. Nobody's Charlie Brown. I mm. was Charlie Brown. He's 30 in a kid's body. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, just listen wait. to yourself. <laughs> Ken, <laughs> like, was, let's... Ken's correct. He was Charlie Brown. Wait, I got to exactly. hear more about why. Why? Tell me, just you can't the, tell me uh, Peanuts is funny. The, you know, just that whole, the, the, the whole um, ethos of good grief, like, that was my life at one point. I can actually um, can see that. In early middle school, that. like, just, right. yeah, like, it was all just, just meh. <laughs> I could, I could understand that. Um, so I, re- I related to, to Charlie Brown in, uh, in, in a number of ways. Um, also because uh, the dog, Snoopy. Um, was I, I liked it when he went flying in his on his house. You liked the sure, uh, like one of, one of the best. Parts. Yeah, just yeah, like the, the Red the, Baron, the escapist fantasy of just like you know zoning out and just being somewhere else. Like again, that was a that was my life. That's one, one of the best so things about Calvin. And I Hobbes, always actually. do go mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 why Calvin. That's that's one of the big reasons why Calvin Hobbes is number two for me. Um, but yeah, as I said, at one point in my life, I was Charlie Brown. I do have to say, for the older Peanuts, when they were the ones that involved Snoopy, I would read those. Hmm. But if it was just the kids, I would just skip it. Like if, I, had, if I Snoopy could, had to be. If in I it for saw you. the dog, I read it. If I didn't see the dog, fuck it. Yeah, I, I, I skip. I, I generally skip Peanuts, regardless of Snoopy. I'm gonna start putting a random Peanuts on your door to work every day. Whatever, that better be funny. But anyways, mm-hmm. so. Ken chose Peanuts, but we chose Kelvin and Hobbes. Right. And I'm going to ask, ask Dana, and I'm going to have Dana answer this question as to why, why? is Kelvin and Hobbes um, it, tops? It is the best written, for one, the most diverse. It's so smart. I mean, I didn't even understand half of the words for so long. Up, yeah. And when you finally like reread that thing over and over again, my daughter, Kel, still re- just has destroyed my books. Oh, my God has read through those things so many times. It's just so smart, and he's so creative. The and, art is and fantastic. Just like the, there should be a church of Calvin, uh, of just the way that he puts all that stuff in into his uh, books. And really kind of real world, why I extra love that stuff, is why he never sold the image rights or the television rights to any of his stuff, because he wanted it to be comic books. He, he said, this is what I made. This is what it is. It's good enough for all of you. I mean, there... There aren't any Calvin and Hobbes backpacks. There aren't any Calvin and Hobbes TV shows. Because he said no. He could have made millions, billions at this point, selling all that stuff, just like Peanuts did. And not to say that those ended up terrible, but uh, there's just something beautiful at somebody saying no to money. Yeah, it doesn't happen much. And I can tell you, um, the sad part is, I, I resent him a little bit 
for not making any more of them. The the only issue that I have with Calvin Hobbes, the only issue I have with Calvin Hobbes is Calvin pissing on everything in the nineties. That uh, that has not nothing to do with him. That, no, I want to know who got away with that. Like honestly, yeah, like somebody you... should have gotten sued for that shit. Right. But like, it was on everything in the oh, night, yeah. like everything. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that I, I cannot stand. Hated Calvin. We actually just like, that was I, not Calvin. That's I, not obviously not. No, I, I I'm not saying that, but like, it was Calvin. Right. And he was pissing on everything, and it was Mostly just it was, and it, it was so overdone. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, like, if you were a NASCAR fan, oh, yeah. like, there was, Ca- like... Calvin was pissing on every driver you didn't like. Uh, like, mm-hmm. there was every every single um, driver number that existed, there was, that Calvin was pissing that, on it at some like, point. Did those, did any of those people who would put that sticker on their truck or whatever ever read Calvin? I'm sure no, they did. Because, like, no, if just... they did, they wouldn't do that. No. If they truly understood what Calvin They understood. They just didn't care. They didn't understand. They didn't understand. And they were mm-hmm. assholes. He didn't take it to heart. Jonathan, why do you like Calvin and Hobbes? Uh, he he was a kid who used his imagination. Yeah. And uh, growing up, I was very similar to me in how I played and stuff like that. So it was really relatable. Yeah. Made the best snowmen. Made oh, the, yeah. His mm. snowmen were great. And the philosophy of it when you get older is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. I do not fault Ken for liking peanuts for his reasons. For his very specific reasons. For his very specific reasons. I, I openly acknowledge that penis isn't for everybody. But penis is for not me. for everybody. But for me. Right. Yeah. As a fellow Charlie Brown, it makes yep. sense. Yep. All right. I can, you know, I, I'm going to give Ken that. Um, so so do we, do we want to talk about what ones we really hated? Mm. Mm, yes, let's. Yes, let's. Mm, quite. Yes, quite. Okay, who wants well, to start with number I mean, seven? Uh, I'll start with number seven. Sure. High right. and Lois. Yep, on my list, oh. not number seven. What was the point? <laughs> High and Lois was... Like, I looked... I, I searched every every issue of High and Lois. Like, what? why? Trying to find a reason. It was innocent, but it was... Not great. It was not good. Like, the jokes weren't... The they jokes never they, landed. They would land for, like, boomers, I think. Maybe. Maybe. Because I think but, they were writing about a boomer and his wife, but it was not good. Danon, what do you got for seven in your most hated? Oh, mine was probably Doonesbury. Really? Because I, I, I never, understand that as, you know, it, you didn't get into it. Yeah. It was too old to be a comic strip. I don't know. It, at least in my kid brain. Like, it was just like, this isn't, I don't know why, like, any of the other crap, like, Beetle Bailey or Hagar the Horrible was talking to me more than that, but I, get I just it. never read those ones. Yeah, see, I actually read High and Lois. I I did not hate that comic. No, it was definitely in the middle of a completion. It was in the jumble. All the things. Yeah, that's why, yeah. yeah I, that's why I only made number seven on my list. Yeah. yeah, it, but, yeah. What was your seven, Jonathan? Um, my number seven probably would be Archie. Eh, you know, here's the thing about Archie: is you know what was fun to take on a car ride when you were a kid. Were those Archie digests? Yeah, the uh, the digest was not good. Gonna lie. The comic strip was not. Yeah, there is a difference. I, say, I don't remember like you Archie needed, being in. You needed like you needed like a journal. fifteen. You needed like a fifteen panel story um, to, to get you know to get to get through an Archie to make it worthwhile. Like uh, five strips, five panels? No, three three panels on a weekday? No, definitely not. Nope. 
Yeah, I understand what one. My seven was uh, Mother Goose and Grimm. It never made me laugh. I re- it just... Right. It's, it's yeah. almost you can't even really say anything about it. It's just meh. I forgot that one existed. Yeah, yeah exactly. I kind of did too. Oh. J-Bo? I actually liked the Mother Goose and Grimm cartoon, but I not never really cared for the comic. Exactly. Jabo, what's your number six most hated? My number six most hated would probably be Tintin. Tintin? Mm. Yeah, that's old school. My, my number six is old school, too, but Tintin, I thought, was okay. It was kind of an adventure, not as good as Dick Tracy, you know, because Dick Tracy was okay as no, an adventure I never got strip. any of the serials. You never got the serials? Any of those ones, I never read them consistently enough or found them consistently <clears throat> enough to care about what happened next. Mm-hmm. Okay. I kind of skimmed them. I read them, but uh, I didn't. I don't know. No? So what's, your, what's your six? My six um, is, uh, oh, crap, the the married couple shit. What is the name? Um, that The entire comic is just them hating each other. Are you talking about the Lockhorns? That's the one. That's your six? That's on my list, but much higher. Uh, well, I mean, it, it was so short, though, it didn't anger me that much. Like, it didn't take up that much room. It was just basically an and old every... man being a terrible person. Right. <laughs> well, and she wasn't great either. But, yeah, they were just horrible people. I mean, it was basically my parents. <laughs> Ken, six. Marmaduke. Marmaduke. Marmaduke's yeah. also oh. Again, Again up higher. Like, <laughs> why? Yeah, <laughs> like, no, yeah just, why? Here's another, here's another situation where Marmaduke's going to make a mess. Like... It's a big dog, yeah. You think they would have learned that lesson, like, you know, a week in? Nope. Nope. Mm. 35 years they went. So you'll <laughs> you'll them. see a theme with my likes. Um, I actually liked Marmaduke, but it wasn't in my tops. Okay, okay. But because it has a dog. Oh, you're an animal lover. I like dogs, so okay. and it, anytime there was one of them that had a dog in it, I kind of was drawn to it. All right. Same my, thing with Dennis the Menace. Ah. Uh, my six was uh, Little Orphan Annie. Only because as a kid, I absolutely hated it. And I always wondered why Annie didn't have freaking eyes. I think the eye thing, because that hurt me oh, with Dagwood, too. That was very of the times. Yeah. There's a lot of no-eyed people. No-eyed people. Number yeah. five. Eyelessness. Jonathan. Can just give us number six? He oh. did give us number six. It was yeah. Marmaduke. Mar- oh, yeah. Dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, Beetle Bailey. Really, Beetle right. Bailey made your hated list, huh? Yeah, I just, I don't know what it was, but I just could not stand reading that comic. Really? Yeah, yeah. it was pretty boring, but every once in a while, it the hit. ones where I like mean, him and Sarge somehow connected on like they sort of understood each other, yeah. right. like, how futile everything yeah. was. Yeah, I think it was because he was always getting in trouble, and I always had this fear of well, getting he was a in trouble. Up. Oh, yeah. So. Well, right. What do you got for five, Dana? Five, uh, Kathy. Kathy was your five? Yeah. How dare I just, you? I, what okay, is the I'm point? Here's, I mean, here's I the thing about, and, and I realize this about Kathy. Um, it's very relatable to women when it was created. Um, right, and I was not. Women's women lib was, was a big was thing back then, and Kathy was kind of the antithesis of that. And I think they were kind of in the comic book crapping on her for that. Um, and then she does become empowered later on. So I think it was is relatable to women. As a kid, I hated it because I didn't get it at all. Right. I was like, there's something wrong with this this woman <laughs> as a kid. Ken five. Crankshaft. Really old man, huh? Yeah. Um, he almost made my hated list. Almost. Because that was really just, again, it just like, okay, this is what's he what's he being cranky about this week? 
That's all it was, like, really. Just, yeah, just angry old man. Yeah, just an angry old man. Like old man shouts at. Cloud. And what is like? What, yeah, what what is like? What was pre? What what's the generation pre boomers like? Because he was old. The greatest like, generation. He was right. old. He was old then. <laughs> he was always old. My five was Marmaduke. Um, because, again, as all we're, we're all saying, what is the point? There is no point to Marmaduke. You might as well just stop. Why does it keep going? I'd rather read Clifford the Big Red Dog instead of Marmaduke. Oh, my goodness. I forgot that one. Mm. It's a so, big dog. So to go back to Ken's big it's a big dog. Crankshaft. Even bigger than Marmaduke, so it must be better. Yep. Ken's Crankshaft was actually why I loved the movie's Grumpy Old Men. You uh, liked it because you liked Crankshaft? Well, well, why you didn't hate I Crankshaft? Liked, I, I didn't I, hate Crankshaft. I loved uh, Grumpy Old Men yeah, but, and Grumpier Old Men. Uh, both, yes. Mostly because Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but but Crankshaft and, was like... Let's not forget yeah. Burgess Meredith. My go-to there. Yeah. Penguin. All right, uh, Jonathan, why don't you give us your four? Uh, Dilbert. Surprised by that? A little bit. A little bit. Because of the he corporate culture his, that you're in. He enjoyed his time in corporate America. Though. He Let's did. Let's not forget that. I did? You yeah. did. You did. I mean, something... <laughs> it, you, step, you stuck with it a lot longer than the rest of us. He wanted to be the pointed hair boss. No. No? Mm-hmm. No? So just, why didn't why didn't I'm just curious you know I don't I don't really care but why, why didn't <laughs> I really care but for the sake of this podcast of this let's podcast, pretend I do why why do you dislike Dilbert why do I dislike Dilbert yeah I don't know he just he just rubbed me the wrong way uh, what way is wrong like I, how does a guy in business rub you the wrong way sideways not up and down oh uh, he's yeah. going across the balls not up the shaft is yeah. that what you're saying <laughs> yeah that, that's not great never pleasant that's great. No, I just, for some reason, I just didn't find it funny, to be honest. No? No. Didn't relate. Dane and four. Uh, my four was um, Andy Cap. Oh, I forgot about Andy Cap. Same. Right. Your it's, four yeah. is Andy Cap? Yep. Yeah, I, I never quite got it. Yeah, I, I remember it now. The snacks are okay. Yeah, he liked he liked the uh, hot, hot fries. Hot fries, <laughs> hot fries right? Yep. Andy Cap's hot fries. I'm not sure how that worked out, but that was about it, like... All the rest of them were just him being he was, drunk. Yeah, he was just an asshole. Yeah. Like smoking and drinking all the time. He wasn't even like a fun asshole though. He was just no! like one of those like low key no! snarky asshole. He was just like yeah, just... he was a good, he was a complete loser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never understood. Wow. My four was How was this entertaining? Uh, Kathy was right. four. Um who wants to give us their we're, we're top three most hated now. Who wants to right. give us their three? Oh, I'll go to three. I'll go I'll do three. Oh, Ken, here comes Ken. He's gonna drop a three bomb. Prince Valiant. Ooh. Say that again. Prince Valiant. I don't remember that one. No? Nothing oh. ever happened. That was my number one. Like nothing ever happened. It it was so horrible. And it, was like, a ser- it was a serial. Vaguely Christian. It was a serial. And kind of tried to make points, but it never did. Yeah. It just yeah. Like they didn't like, accomplish anything. Davy and Goliath couldn't uh, accomplish in much right. less time. It was never funny. Never even tried to be funny. It wasn't. No, it wasn't funny. It was supposed to be some kind of like it was like an action adventure serial with morals. And there was no action or adventure. Oh, oh right. it was bad, huh? Yeah, no, I don't remember this one. It just came across as kind of preachy at times. Yeah, Jonathan, that's all it was, is like vaguely preachy. Yeah, yeah, I didn't oh. care for it at all. Wow, no. Jonathan, Prince Valiant. Do you remember it? Uh, I remember seeing it occasionally. Most of the time, though, it was when out-of-town newspapers, though. Mm. It wasn't in the journal very It was in the Detroit Free yeah. Press. Right. There it was, the Detroit yeah. Free Press. Yeah, I, I don't remember that one. It wasn't in the journal, I remember that. But I do remember seeing it like if we went on a trip or something. You know, and you're on a weekend trip, and you would see it in that paper. So, all right, 
Danon, number three. Okay, number three was... Oh, the it, Family Circus. Family Circus? Yeah. We're gonna, I'm going to talk about that one yeah. in a little bit. Okay, is it overrated? Oh, no, we're well, going to talk about oh. that one okay. in a little bit. So I actually... Jonathan I, likes Family Circus, I I didn't add. hate it, but I didn't... Like, oh, it's hard to hate one when it's only one line, but still, those right. kids were just it's annoying. Yeah, like, a sing, like the single panel, like, you, you've got an opportunity there, and you just wasted it. So, right. my grandmother um, would always cut out the ones that was our family. Oh, boy. And Dennis the Menace. Because I was the Dennis the Menace. I would take family. that as an insult. Yeah. But no, Number three, Jonathan. Uh, my number three is going to be Heathcliff. Was that a Sunday comic? Yeah. I don't yeah. remember it. The cartoon mm. was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the it comic was, uh, was just It, it was inspired by the, the terribleness that was the comic. Yeah. I mean, it had a decent theme song, Heathcliff. That's all it had. That's all it had. See, I have... Uh, that. That's on my overrated. They were on my overrated. Heathcliff's on your overrated? Yeah. the comic strip. I, I enjoyed the cartoon very much, but the comic strip, the comic strip was just stupid. Okay. Uh, my three was High and Lois. We've talked about how shitty that is. Mm-hmm. Um, who wants to hit me with their number two? I got a number two for All you. All right, it's, give me your number two. It's Kathy. Uh, number two, right. Kathy. It's, yeah, Kathy's number Jonathan two. Jonathan's taking it in the shorts with Kathy. <laughs> I'm kind of glad that I gave that out on my number seven, because now it's actually been a cool talking point. <laughs> taking it in the shorts. Because I wasn't going to name that one, and I was like, you know and what, I'm going to throw these guys Yeah, really, out. for all the reasons that we've already stated. Like, yeah. I just didn't get it. Didn't get it. Dana too. Oh, um, did I officially say Marmaduke yet? Yes. Okay. Really? Yeah. It was that your two? Oh, that was too soon. Um, actually, no, he yeah. didn't. You actually, didn't say Marmaduke. I brought it up we a few talked, times. He, he talked about yeah when we were doing yeah. favorites. He was talking. I about think Marmaduke. so. You're, you're yeah. putting Marmaduke at two. Marmaduke is two. Marmaduke is two. Yeah. Okay, we've talked about why that sucks. Uh, Jonathan, what's your two? My number two. This is going to be one we all love. Watch. <laughs> is BC. Really, too? Yeah, I can see that. They, they had some good ones in they there. They had some good ones. They're not great. They're right in the middle of the pack with Hagar the Horrible yeah. and stuff to me. But A little BC. preachy at times. Yeah. BC, I just, huh? I don't know. Just what, Again, just like Dilbert, it just was something I just couldn't get into reading them. I can understand yeah. that, though. Yeah. BC oh, was sure. meh. Yeah, it was definitely meh. Uh, my two, Lockhorns. Meh, yeah. It's just junk. It really is. See, um, that was one of the ones I skipped. I never. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I probably wrote over. I probably read it like occasionally, but never really understood anything about it. So I don't remember. Like, like you guys keep right, saying that you weren't trapped I, in a terrible marriage, like, right? And I had really to go back and look at you know a picture of who you guys are talking about. Like, okay, I've seen those a couple times. At least I can remember at least. But other than that, I don't remember that one at all. Yeah, Lockhorns was junk. All right, number ones. Here we oh. go. Well, uh, mine was already Prince Valiant. Yeah, Dana said Prince Valiant. We went through that. Your number one, Jonathan. I'm going to you. My most hated comic. Comic. You would pee on it. You would burn it. You would use it as toilet paper. What is your number number one most hated comic? Um. To be honest with you, I don't remember the names. <laughs> okay. But it was always the ones that were. Uh, and those are, might, those are called actually, jumbles. That was a game you played. <laughs> it might actually might be the, the Prince Valiant jump. one. Boggle. Yeah. Boggle, yeah. The Prince Valiant. Those it might be that one because I don't know who that is. Right. And so that might be what I'm thinking about because looking at this little uh, thumbnail of it here on my computer, it looks kind of similar to what it was. So, so we got two Prince Valiant. 
that I don't remember at all. I'm kind of glad I missed it, apparently. Oh, yeah. But they were just... they. If, if you read it one week... Right. Yeah. It looks similar to that for sure. Yeah, there weren't too many of those. If there was you, another... There was a guy, too. Yeah, well, if you read it one week and you didn't name. see the ones through the week, mm-hmm. you didn't know what was going on. Right. Ken... You ready for your number one, sir? Oh, yeah. Absolutely, I am. Ken's number one most hated comic is... Love Is. Love Is. I don't remember oh, that crap, one either. right? What is that one? Okay, so just the the, the the entire notion of the comic... Okay, so here's a comic strip about two naked eight-year-olds who are married. What? Were oh, they Cupid's or something? Is it those like no, Hallmark card kids? They were, with the yeah, they were... Bobbleheads? Yeah, no, they weren't, they weren't bobbleheads. They were, they were basically just naked children. You never, it didn't show anything, but like, you'd have to look it up. But it was just the dumbest thing, Ugh. and it was a one, it was one of those single panel, single panel again, always single panel comics, and it was just this notion of, like, it was always some kind of like little quip about what love really means or something, and they're sitting together on a bench or something, and like, it just, it's terrible. Love is oh Jesus. reassuring yeah. her you can't no. see any cellulite. Is that is that one of their? It's one of them. Oh my god! This one, love is turning his head, naked, three year olds. What <laughs> yeah, the hell? I told you, what? naked eight year olds who are married. The, the, one, the one has a newspaper, so I guess it's oh, not pedophilia. Yeah. Like, like uh, I remember that. Terrible. That's terrible. The sheer concept okay. of it is just like. Oh, this one she's got clothes on. Not oh, acceptable. Wow. They grew up. And that's seriously the entire... Okay, wait, I changed my mind to Ken's right. (laughs) This is the worst. Okay. This is awful. Yeah, that's awful. So my number one... Everything kicks down a notch. Although that's bad. But my number one is the family fucking circus. Uh, Because, again, not one damn joke ever hit. Number two, number two, the kids were freaking morons. They were insipid. The parents sucked. And you know they didn't spank their damn kids. You know they just put them and gave them a timeout because those kids were freaking brats. Like, I think that's where the concept of the timeout came from. It might be. Oh, and, really? and the absolute worst. So growing up, growing up, my my first name is Pete. My middle name is James. Um, growing up, so one of the youngest kid in Family Circus is named PJ, right? Freaking PJ. And that goddamn kid always wore a goddamn onesie to bed with the butt flap open with his ass hanging out. And when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I resented that motherfucker because he had the same name I did, and whenever somebody called me PJ, I was pissed about it. Almost uh, as mad, yeah, almost as mad as Jonathan got when I called him Skeech the other day. Just so you know, he has a new nickname now at work. And, PJ. yeah, it was the worst, and it's all because of that goddamn comic, and I hate that comic so much. I like, see. love is bad. But it's personal with Family Circus. Like, if I met that guy, he will come on and he will fight me. I'll fight him on this yeah, show. Yeah, he's probably you like 95. He's probably he'll break his little bones. He'll still kick my ass, but I will get a shot in, and I will love it. Just so you know that as of June 6, 2021, PJ has closed his butt flap. Oh, did he? Yeah. Did he now? Yeah. It only took him 50 fucking years. Goddamn kid probably shit his pants every night, little fucker. Well, this one shows him rolling. He actually crawls out of bed and then crawls all the way down the stairs and then go tell his dad that he fell out of bed. 
Do you see how this is not funny? Do you well, see I think how that it's the worst? I think that's hilarious. Don't that's, you even yeah. laugh. You know that. That happened. That's, no. Yes, it does. No, my kids are morons. Nobody does that. They never. You they, might have you, done that. You say they've never fell out of bed and came downstairs and told you. No. Okay. Did you do this? Is this something you did to your right? parents? I don't think so. Okay, Ken is showing me a love is. I'm going to read this to you. And it's two naked kids. And one kid's giving another kid a box. And it says, love is a precious and delicate thing. Those who are loved should be honored. And those who can love are gifted. If so I if didn't, you don't if get I, gifts, if, you're unlovable? Yes. If it, <laughs> if it wasn't for my personal beef with the family circus, which in right. my opinion is the worst I, comic in creation, I would have to probably give it to love is. Unbelievable. That thing is terrible. Yep. Holy crap. How does that get past anybody? Like, oh, hey, I've got naked babies. Don't, That's my I don't thing. even know. The thing is, they're not babies. Like, naked babies is okay. Because you can call them cherubs. Right. These are naked toddlers. <laughs> like, giving each other bedroom eyes. Yeah. It's not okay. No. And, and you know who and loves it's still, this? It's still running. This is low-key pedophilia right here. You know who loves that stuff and who eats that up oh. are are your your regular grandmothers televangelists televangel oh. I was gonna say church moms oh. and televangelists love that shit. They don't care that the kids are naked. You know it's they just cute that way. It's it's, it's cute that it's way. Cute That's that way. Right. So it's like innocent. no, but it's not though. I do have yeah. to say that a lot more of them have cl they actually do have clothes on. Really? Well, they didn't want to get canceled, yeah. and I'm doing yeah air that's, quotes. That's, uh, I guarantee you, nothing before 2005. Yeah, I would, I would say there's a date change on that one. Of suddenly, well, they it had started clothes. January 5th, 1970. Yeah, and they were naked for the first 30 years. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it started in the 70s, huh? Where all the great stuff right? Yeah, where like, all the great stuff. That's started. why they were all naked. Wow. Hippies. Because drugs. Because drugs. All right, so you can do uh, family circus. The overrated ones? I don't really well, have an I, overrated I talked about list. the overrated ones. Okay. The, my overrated ones were Peanuts and Garfield. Um, and most everybody agrees with that. Um, they are overrated. They're not. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not saying they're terrible. I'm just saying they're not as good as everybody makes them out to be, in right. my opinion. So my number one... Overrated? Overrated. Yeah. And I still actually like the comic. But it's don't overrated. You, don't you say it. He's going to say it. I'm going to flip this goddamn table. I like that. Good luck. What do you want me right. to say so you flip it? Because I want to see table. it happen. Right. <laughs> this thing's heavy AF. What do you think I'm going to say? Yeah, what do you think he's going to I think you're coming at Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, that was my number one. Oh, good. Then we're fine. Yeah. Everyone's good. I mean, that was my actual number one. Do you need a juice? One. Like water or something? Thirsty? No. All right. <laughs> you sure? You're playing like Betty White out there. So my, uh, <laughs> my number one most overrated... The Far Side, really? Yes. Uh, see, I there's think a lot it's of misses in Far Side. There are I mean, a lot of misses, but a lot of it's very clever, and I feel like the clevers make up for the misses. I mean, for for a single frame, single sentence comic strip, there's a lot of hits. Like, can there's you imagine what it would really be like if Far Side landed every single joke? Oh my gosh! Like, That's so many. Jokes. Nobody would even care about Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, it might oh. be the greatest comic of all time. Yeah, if you if gotta had, hit, you gotta miss one every so once in a while. So many of them. Yeah. I think it's just because everybody in high school was all gung ho about it. Because it's, so it's funny that's much. Yeah, there definitely was like a real peak in the in the 
like mid nineties. Yeah, right. side being peaked like, about the same time Janine Garofalo did. We see yeah. what happened to her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so I have news about Love Is. Ooh. Oh, you looked something up, did you? Using your handy dandy thing. I did. He's been is on the internet. Is it jail time? time? So. The authors have said that it's actually not two children. It is a man and a wife. Oh, so it's like adult pornography. It's adult pornography. They look they, like children. Ah, but there are comics where they are smaller versions of them. Oh, bullshit. This is how anime gets away with like drawing naked young girls. They seem them like goddesses or demons or something. That's like a Hello, Hello Kitty is actually a person wearing a costume. That's what? Not... Yeah, no. you didn't know that? Really? That's what they're going with? Yeah. Isn't everybody else in that world also animals? <laughs> I don't know. Hello man. Kitty is a costume, according to the creator. You can't just retrofit something. So it apparently, looks like... you can't. You can retcon anything well, you want. But they right? do. So they're look at... at the Marvel movies. Yeah, but, fair. Well. but even then, at some point, even their children were still naked. Ah, right. see, see, right. they can't hide all of it. Right. So, because like this one I have pulled up right now, it says "Love is sigh forgiving." And it's their little daughter broke a vase. And she's naked. And she's naked and the mom's naked. Well, that's just dangerous for everybody. Is the dad wearing clothes? Not in the the dad's not even in this one. Okay, yeah. So they're they're just a colony of nudists. So then there's another one that says love is. And then this time they're all wearing wearing shoes. They they all say love is. I know. Uh, But they're all wearing clothes. Oh, they're clothing. Maybe maybe the artist finally figured out how to draw clothes. Oh. No. Are they at the, the grocery store or something where it's just not okay no, they're just to be walking, naked? They're just walking through nature. Huh. No, yeah. So the, ticks. Like, it's half a of these state are, park, right? Half of these happen when they're on the park. Like, yeah, ticks, on a park man. bench. You got to cover and up a, for ticks. Just naked ass on a park bench. I love it. Yup. That's great. We should all do that. Eight years old, naked on a park bench. <laughs> wow. Yeah, maybe this, I'm maybe this couple weed. actually is a nudist couple or something. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know, but it's still terrible. It's pretty bad. I mean, even if you take the even if you take the naked people out of it, the love is messages are just ridiculous and sickening. Like saccharine corn, it's gross. Yeah. Corn syrup, yeah. yeah. Back to Mrs. Butterworth's. Right. Hmm. All right, folks. So uh, we're gonna go to a break, and then we're gonna wind this up with our final segment. Jonathan's got some quips for us, I think. Yeah. All right. Okay. Wait. Since we're not using actual twenty dollar bills to throw at Pete. We're going to do Love Is Comics. And however many Love Is Comics stick to you, that's how many lessons we're going to learn. That's really <laughs> messed up, and I'm down. <laughs> All right, well, we just have a whole bunch of money. Hey, yeah, by switching well, to Love Is. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we have to. you guys have to read them off covered in syrup mm. naked. Okay. I will do that for you. Oh my god. Okay, let's not do that at all. Let's let's go. You brought that on yourself. That photo shoot's gonna be amazing. Oh, it's good. The poor photographer. Wait, wait. We're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna make you do it, Dayton. I know you're a professional photographer. photographer. We're gonna hire somebody else because number one, you have to be in the pictures, and number two, we want them to be disgusted, not you. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Why traumatize each other when we can traumatize other people? Exactly. (laughs) Wait, wait. Why traumatize you each other when we can traumatize each other? No, no, other, other people. people. Other, other people. people. Jeez, you're not people the only one do we, we don't have to see in the pod cave every week. All right, so when we come back, we're going to talk about world records, gender, swords, and poop. Hey, everything Dayton loves. <laughs> Yay. Hey. All right, when we come back. As another school year draws to a close, 
we are once again reminded of the struggle that many of our youth face, mathematics. America lags behind many other countries in math aptitude. That's all about to change. Noted educator Dr. Charles McAllister Crystal has developed a new method for teaching kids math, and they are going absolutely insane over it. Crystal Math is sweeping the nation. America's youth are jumping on board. You'll forget your friends, your family. Heck, you'll even forget to brush your teeth because you'll be so preoccupied with Crystal Math. Crystal Math is readily available everywhere people are. That's Crystal Math. So fun, it's addicting. You know, my mom had me on Crystal Math for a long time. <sighs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. remember when you were on Crystal Math. Yeah. You barely came out of your house. Yep. I actually got grounded when I couldn't do it. You got real ugly, too. <sighs> he was, like, tearing apart walls. It, was. I mean, it was bad. It was and bad add, for a while. And adding them all up. Yeah. Yep. Broke out his chemistry set. I That's actually was hooked, I actually did have hooked on phonics. Lost a couple of mm. t- lost a couple of teeth. It was terrible. Hooked on phonics worked for you. It did not. <laughs> it did not. It did not. Nobody nobody that listens listens right. to this podcast as evidenced by phonics his is. reading. Yeah. <laughs> Go, okay, everybody, Google hooked on phonics and then also Google their commercials. Yeah, the commercials you'll, are great. You'll have some you'll have some good giggles. Yeah. So hooked, hooked on, on phonics, phonics worked, worked for me. me. <laughs> You think we planned that again, but guess what? We didn't. We plan nothing. We plan nothing. The plan is they have no plan. All right, so I have a question. Okay, what's your question? Everybody always wants to carry a gun, right? We are in America. So my proposal is let's ban guns and everybody gets back to carrying swords. Rad. Yeah, I'm in. Would you all this. agree with us and fully support this support notion? This. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll draft the legislation. Did However, you have to remember that if you get into argument over a TV remote, you don't want to use your sword to stab the other person you're arguing with. Well, over why your t- not? He why lived. Not? <laughs> Depends on where you stab him. Right? So, Could have shot him over it. Could have, yeah, then they probably mm-hmm. die. And did you know, and we're, the weird place that we live in Flint, there's actually a dojo that teaches you how to use Japanese swords. Really? Yeah. yeah. Where? What? It's 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 what? right it's just north of downtown. It's called Michigan Shinkendo. Really? Yeah. yeah you our can friend go goes learn there. sword fighting. Okay. Yeah. Straight up, hundred percent samurai swords. Nice. Anyways, so see Flint can learn that and then Flint would be like right to defend themselves. Right. Like we could actually start self self defense classes with swords. Yeah, we could start our own like roving gang of hoodlums. Right, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, we could have like. But at the, the whole... same time, we plant flowers. Right. No, but like, like missing arms are going to go up like a thousand percent. <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's, as long as fatalities go down, right? Yeah, yeah fatalities yeah. down, missing limbs and amputations but, way way up. But but group sword fights like downtown, like two like Mercutio and you know Ooh. all the Shakespearean sword fights. All those those gangs will have gangs just, like that. I'm just thinking about through the mall. <laughs> right. Oh. Like Glorious. you know, you get in a beef with somebody outside J.C. Penney. Next thing you know, you're like up. Uh, you know, you're, you're parrying up the escalator. Yeah, I can. You gotta that. remember too. I think this is win-win for everybody. Like yeah. this would be amazing to watch. You gotta that remember sword fight too, going mall. through the mall and going through J.C. Penney's. There would be no mannequins at all. The <laughs> 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 they would no. all be gone. Yeah, because uh, Danny would be standing there like blinking in uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights, like going to go, going to town on a pillar. Yeah, just because <laughs> it's fun. Oh man. 
So uh, this is Danan's world. You've just you just gave yeah, Danan. Right. This is Danan. This is what he wants. It's Christmas morning for Danan. It is. Williams. Apparently, That's my spirit animal is a drunk old man fighting for the remote. It's crankshaft. <laughs> crankshaft is your spirit animal. So what state do you think this happened in? Is it Florida? Florida. It is Florida, <laughs> but it's got. The, and I know I'm going to butcher this name, and I know you guys are going to make fun of me for this, but the city's name is Titusville. Titusville. Tit- Titusville. <laughs> I know. But Titusville is good, too. Yeah, yeah, I like it as Titusville. Just like Colon, Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> the magic capital of the world. So, the, so guy was, oh. the guy was 54. They were fighting over uh, outside of their apartment, uh, and he had a stab wounds from a guy's sword in his left arm and leg. Mm-hmm. So, I... Just what, what what went through his mind does for it, him? To... Does it mention what kind of sword it was? Yeah, please right. tell us. Was it like a claymore or like yeah, we like a tuned bastard sword? Yeah. Or are we talking about like so a great. like a like a rapier? Yes. They did not say. Right. What I kind mean, of I sword. feel like he should have because when flashing. I think about Florida, I think about rapier. <laughs> <laughs> is because Florida's it's, rapier? It is. It is a little rapier than most. It yeah. is. Yeah, so considerably rapier. Once <laughs> off. It's, it's, so once officers arrived, they went to his apartment and they found him just sitting on his couch with his sword and his wooden scabbard sitting next to him. Oh, he didn't even hide that shit. No. Nope. He's like, yeah, I stabbed him. Look at this rad sword. The cops are like, you're a badass. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, good job, man. <laughs> but over a TV you remote. like, thanks for not shooting him. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's a lot less paperwork this way. Yeah, yeah, way easier. Should African Americans just carry swords so then that way they're not shot? Well, actually, no. We have that lady with the uh, yeah, still no, be they, threatening. They, yeah. they can be unarmed. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. Right. They can be laying but, on the street uh, with know, their if, arms in the air. But it doesn't matter. If we all started carrying swords instead of guns, then the cops could start carrying billy clubs instead of guns as right. well. There we go. Yeah, yeah. There you it'd go. Be like, it'd be like the it'd be like uh, police in the UK. Wait, wait. No, cops can carry swords too. They're just really trained in them. <gasps> Wait, we're going to Everybody's train actual to training cop. cops? We're going to train police yeah, officers? Right. Yeah. What a, what a novel idea. They can be called sword knights, and everybody will join them. Mm. Tell me you wouldn't be a sword knight, Danan. Tell I, I would me. do that. I, yeah. I, yeah. Really I don't think I'd be a police officer, but I'll be a sword knight. Yeah, you do the same thing police officers do, but oh. you're called a sword knight. Do I, you seriously? Oh, wait, you wait, might wait, have a better second. code of honor. You seriously walk. So you're like, saying ride up less in a, stabbing and a horse-drawn chariot um, with your and you come out with your sword and people are just looking at you like. No, 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 horse-drawn chariot. No, 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 golf cart. <laughs> golf cart. Segway. Yeah, it's like it's 2021. <laughs> okay, maybe we don't a segway. Need, 2021. It's yeah. We don't need to. We don't need the horse-drawn cart. All we'll right. have a motorized a motorized vehicle. A spree. Mm. Nobody knows what that is either. Smart too. All right, Dana, what do you got? Oh, I got the just the most amazing world record that has ever been recorded. Oh uh, yeah, what is it? Yeah, well, so there's this great thing that they do where in a person takes a watermelon, puts it between their legs, and squeezes really hard until it breaks, and then that can be a world record if you do three of them quickly. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah, it. but yeah, no, no, that's it. I mean, honestly, it's it's unbelievable. So, so seven and a half seconds ish, you know, is the fastest anyone's ever done that. Why? Uh, because apparently, the trick with world records is you have to think of a thing that is so hyper specific and involves at least two other hyper specific things that no one else has ever done it, and then you do it, and you are the best person at that thing. 
So I'm going to punch Pete in the face 100 times. If he does the I'm going to submit record that for to punching the... Pete Hinnermans in the face. Yeah, here's the thing. Here's the thing about here's the thing about world records. So if you're talking about um, the book Guinness, you have to submit something to Guinness before you do it. Right. They have to approve it, and it has to be something they can sell. It has to be, and, that, and it has to be done in their presence. It has to be done yeah. in their presence. They have to have it videotaped, and they have to be something they can make money off of. How okay? Explain to me how getting eight dogs to do a conga line makes them money. Wouldn't you watch that? No, on YouTube? Yeah. I'm Make angry it, that I know about it. Anything, anything that Guinness comes to do, there's a possibility of selling tickets to. Okay. Okay. So fastest time to eat a burrito. Fast time to eat is a burrito. There you go. To, that's okay. No, most most times skipping rope with a human. Right. As opposed to... Uh, an eight. Rope. So there's like three people, and two of those people... Are swinging another Well, person. I guess there's four people, because one of those people is the rope. Because you're going double touch. When, that would be messy and way more entertaining. If we were doing <laughs> double dutch people, yeah, jump double roping, dutch people, well, that's like jump roping, yeah, bu- like world, like that strongman would, competition. See, that would be the thing. Because to be do our double thing. dutch, you're going to need at least two people in each rope, and just wham, wham. Oh my god, I am on board. <laughs> I take everything back. I want to see double dutch human rope skipping. Thank you. So that's what happens, and so, Guinness has to approve it. So you let's can't just submit do that something one and to Guinness. You can't do something and send it in. They will not count it unless they are there. Right. They gotta. They gotta see. Okay, it. but Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman. Hmm. Okay. And correct me if I'm wrong here. Big names here. Share a Guinness record for longest run of a of a of a superhero uh, performing a superhero. Okay. Okay. For playing Doctor Xavier and uh, Wolverine. Okay. Okay. How, how why it, did that? Why did that need to be a thing? How does it Wolverine not win that one? He's got his own standalone movie. Uh, we're talking about like beginning to end. Like it, it, it was twenty years. Oh, oh, okay. We're just measuring all of them. Yeah, just like from start to finish. Like that they've from, played that from X Men to Logan. I guess is what we're. Huh. Okay. So we're um, how we're measuring it. I think that's a terrible way to measure it. I yeah, mean, that's a terrible. No, I think so too. But that's like Guinness gave them a thing. Well, Guinness gave them a thing because they wanted to one, give it to both of them. Has, that's where yeah. the money comes in, right? Is when they just give it to whoever for reasons they made up. And for reasons they made up, they give it to them because they're draws. They're big names. They're draws. Yeah. And if you're looking at something online, that's going to get you clicks. If you're reading it in a book, that's something you like to see. Um, so yeah, they'll give you. They wouldn't give it to Joe and Schmo if they didn't know who they were. Like if they did something cool, they'd be like, "Who are you?" Nobody. That's who. Nobody. So yeah, it's either Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman share the record, or Hugh Jackman got the record and Patrick Stewart gave it to him. That makes more sense. That I, I honestly, well, I mean, can't but remember. unless you're measuring just purely periods of time, but why would you have a an, an actor play a role in a thing a number of times, and one of them clearly has a larger number? Well, yeah, call because, it, well, time passed, so I guess it's even because Hugh, yeah, Hugh Jackman keeps showing up in like all of the X Men movies, right? I think hmm. the Guinness Book of World Records is just a crock of shit, in my opinion. You know, um, it's it actually, used to actually mean like, something. I used to buy the Guinness Book of World yeah. Records have, from the, from owned, the book fair. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, in school. Yeah, I did too. Um, and I, you know, there was there was some really like cool shit in there, but like right. now it's just like 
make up a thing and that becomes your record. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the the most hats removed uh, with an excavator. Mm. Yeah, see, just so ridiculous, there's, there's stupid There's a person crap. wearing yeah, a hat. Like, okay. Like well. the four of us share the record for the most podcasts made from this basement. Right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, actually, no. Take that back. I win. <laughs> Dang it. You've been here we for were, every one of them. No. <laughs> I've, I've missed a couple. I was... Um, but no, it's time. It's time. It's I'm time. In. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I was down here for I, I could have been down here for the uh, for the for the remotes. That's true. I wasn't. I was upstairs in my office. <laughs> I could have been. <laughs> they don't know that. So, anyways, just to give clarity for the Hugh Jackman and, and uh, Patrick Stewart. Wait, thing. Did you say Hugh Jackman or Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Stop making fun of my slurs. Anyways, they Slurred. both played their respective characters for 16 years, 228 days. That's how long their contracts were, basically. That's stupid. That's stupid. That's a stupid measurement for a thing. It is. That's just so that's from the first making day of, something so we're saying the, so, so that's measured from what? The first day of shooting on X-Men to the last day of uh, shooting on uh, on Logan? Or it's got to be. Film's release. He, yeah. said, he said contract length. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, well, I mean that's it doesn't say. Well, that includes thing, the junket that? after uh, the. Yeah, because you know, still yeah. basically like, and then uh, then of course, if Hugh Jackman comes back in like a Deadpool movie as to cameo, then he he has a record alone. Ooh, that's true. He I wonder if you record. could get him into a Deadpool for that. Ryan Reynolds has been working his ass off to get Hugh Jackman to show up in a. I can see him finally cracking Hugh Jackman to get back yeah. into Deadpool. It'd be oh. like a. It's gonna have to be some kind of charity thing. Oh my gosh! Because you could finally have like just the foul mouth, violent Wolverine from the yeah. Because because we know the Deadpool's are R rated. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You might I do like it just because it would be fun. Oh, this is a great plan. Yeah, great plan. All right, Ken. I think you have a story for us, sir. I do. Okay, so I got one oh, quick got question. One more thing. I got one quick question about that. He's technically in Deadpool one. As no, a, he's not. As a mask. Does that count? No, he's not there. Well, he's in Deadpool 2 in archival footage. Okay. So. I'm just curious if he that's didn't a get mask? paid for that. Yeah, though. when he takes his one mask off, when he saves it's, his story. Oh, it's, 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 it's the picture. It's Hugh Jackman oh, yeah, from yeah, the yeah, yeah. World's Sexiest Man. But yeah, in Deadpool 2, spoiler alert, for anybody mm-hmm. who hasn't seen it, there's a, there, there's a, there's a uh, at the end he where he goes back in time or whatever, um, he actually, like, he talks to him. Huh. Oh, yeah, the end credit thingy. Yeah. Where he kills himself. Yeah, where, where he kills the, the original Deadpool. Dateline Canada, uh, explosive gender reveal party ignites wildfire near Fort McMurray. Right, again. <laughs> uh, exploding tar- uh, d- disc targets have sparked at least three Alberta wildfires this year. Uh, one person has been fined six hundred dollars after an explosive what? gender reveal party near Fort Myer- Fort McMurray sparked a wildfire. Just six hundred. The fire, which started in Fort McMurray forest area in the afternoon of May thirty first, was ignited by a family who took to the woods to celebrate their soon to be new baby. Uh, wildfire officials uh, Wildfire officials are declining to provide further details on the exact location of the fire, or the person charged, uh, but are warning Albertans. Uh, about the usual cause, an exploding target. And I'm sorry, what the actual fuck? 
Like, when did when, when did gender reveals uh, parties become a thing, and how soon can we get rid of them? Seriously. Like, Seriously. I think we should get rid of them, like, really soon. I mean, just it, invite the people you care about to the ultrasound. They'll tell you. I mean, you don't, it doesn't need to be can't, a surprise. Can't you just, like, like fucking face tra- like Facebook Live that shit? Right. I mean, like, it's one of two they options, They don't even have right? to be there. It's not like there's going to be a surprise. It's one Bam. of the other. Like, there, well, is it a it boy could, or a girl? I suppose it I don't could know. be a twin. You could be announcing it's twins, and there's one of each. Well, that's true. But who, honestly, who the fuck? Is? I think it started It started rather innocent and simple, but like Americans are, we like to blow things out of proportion, take things too far. We got to go bigger and better. Yeah, and we took it too far, and this is where we're at now, and everybody's trying to outdo another. And now the internet's in it because people are putting on YouTube and trying to get likes. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's pretty disgusting. Um, you could just have the original vendor, uh, gender reveal party and just wait till the baby is born like they used to when our and parents... Oh, were... look, a winky! Yeah, there's your reveal. It's a boy, and what a boy! It's That's a boy. the umbilical cord, sir. <laughs> like, yeah, there are, there are an infinite number of ways that this is tasteless and unnecessary. Yeah. What happened to the days where you had two cigars, a, a girl and a boy cigar? You didn't know which one to give out until, I, you know, remember those days? Before us. No. But... I remember cigars being a thing. That people wanted to do when babies were born. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm not sure why either. Just a cigar in celebration, generally. Yeah. A good round of golf, have a cigar. New Year's, have a cigar. Hmm. Got up yeah. in the morning. Just, just got over lung have cancer. Have a cigar. Have Survived a cigar. work today. Have a cigar. Have a that, cigar. That, that kid you could have sworn was gay finally didn't go didn't go to dance class <laughs> and actually like took up boxing. Have a cigar. You smoked a cigar. Mm-hmm. Have a cigar. Have a cigar. Have a cigar. <laughs> Here's another cigar. You bought a cigar. Have it's a, a cigar. It's a, it's a cigar. <laughs> All right. Yeah, gender reveal parties are need to stop. So if you're thinking of having one, don't. Just, right. just, just don't. don't. Just, just don't. make a cake that's or, blue or pink or just and don't have a party. load something. Yeah, don't don't be stupid. Like, don't do anything that involves fire. If you want to pop a balloon that holds well, a pink the, or blue confetti, the, go the ahead. Thing. And I want to preface this by saying that uh, stereotypes exist for a reason. People who live in the woods love guns. Generally, but not 100%. So they're going to use that experience. They're going to use any excuse they can to blow some, to, to shoot at something or blow something up. Like, you're never going to hear of somebody setting Central Park on fire by having an exploding gender reveal. That's mm. just not going to happen. Right. It's also not very dry there, but... Doesn't doesn't need to be dry. Doesn't matter if it's dry or not. You're still exploding stuff. Like, does explosive diarrhea count? Yes. <laughs> and that you will find central. Well, <laughs> if you lay off the dirty Mexican, <laughs> I say down with gender reveals and just let it be a mystery. If you if you know, good. You can paint the you can paint the nursery. Otherwise, fuck off out of here with it. Yeah, I agree. Gender reveals are lame. Agree. Yeah. Okay, we're in consensus. Are we ready to finish this up? I mean, we generally finish this up with crap, so uh, here we're going to go. Uh, <clears throat> so I have a story, and uh, we're going to get started. <clears throat> Trump man busted for cereal pooping spree. A 70-year-old Ohio man who told cops he was Trump man confessed to repeatedly urinating and defecating in front of the neighbor's home because the residents are Democrats and support Joey Biden, according to a police report. Jerry Dietrich... 
The accused septuagenarian serial pooper was cited Sunday for littering after the homeowner caught him in the act around 3.15 a.m. in Greenville, a western Ohio city. Investigators say that Matthew Guyette called 911 after spotting a man squatting down and relieving himself near a privet hedge outside the home. Guyette, 59, shares with his husband. Upon being confronted by Guyette, the suspect got up and walked away from the property. Based on the description provided by Guyette, police subsequently identified Dietrich, a retired high school teacher, as a suspect in the pre-dawn pooping. Dietrich, seen at right, lives a couple of blocks from Guyette's residence. During police questioning, Dietrich reportedly admitted to urinating in Guyette's yard on May 30th and also copped to previously defecating on the victim's property multiple times. Dietrich, cops say, admitted targeting the home because Giet and his spouse are, are Democrats and support Joey Biden, while he is a Trump man. A patrolman noted that Dietrich's statement leads me to believe this incident is politically motivated. <laughs> wow, the cops in Ohio are just fantastic. <laughs> said that guy looks like that. The best part is found him. The best part is the next like, hmm. Cited for littering, Dietrich is scheduled <laughs> to be arraigned. That's how that works. And June okay. 8th, a misdemeanor count. In a Facebook post following Dietrich's bust, Guyette wrote of an eventful early morning and the apprehension of the man who's been shitting in our front yard for the past ten years. Ten years? The pooper, Guyette noted, would leave behind three or four crumpled up restaurant napkins he used to clean himself. That was my clue that I had had a visitor. Ten years? I would have just wow. tasted the fucking old man Ten like years. nine years ago. Right in the balls. What the hell? Like, they're like, already hanging just there. Just run out on him. He's just squatting. What's he going to do? Bam! Hit that guy. You have a target. Oh. Aim for the hole. He's working, just, he's, oh God, he's working at it, so too. Like that would be so worth that's dirtying your taser. I, I have to admire his commitment. To yeah, he's totally committed like to that ten spot. Ten years, man. Yeah. Like that's right. his, that's wait, his wait, wait, wait. Joey Biden wasn't really anyone to support for ten years. Right. I think, I think he's just homophobic. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it, because they were they, he had the guy had a husband. Yeah. yeah, I bet you this guy just I had to go blocks out of his way. He's just a parent. I mean, like that's just like his yeah. walking around the whole neighborhood blocks Did, out well, of his of way. Instead of walking his dog, these. he walks himself. Yeah, right. I mean, does he have a dog that's just looking at him and they're both shitting on the lawn? <laughs> they're just staring at each other. And the... yeah, that's how it started. You know, you know what? Like, he's not walking the dog. He's like, you know what, Ralph? That's a good idea. Right. Did you did you guys miss the part that he's a high school teacher? I saw that. Or he too. was? God. Yeah, th- these are the kind of people teaching our youth. We need to raise standards for teachers. And pay. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> the only way. I mean, but there definitely needs to be more competition we to raise see who gets that job. If we raise pay, we'd be justified in raising standards. There you go. Yeah, as it is, we apparently just take the poopers and the pedophiles and we do our best. We do our best. Our very best. Our very, very, very not, best. It's not great. That's all I got for tonight. That's all I got, too. All right, gentlemen. I believe Ken has something he wants to say. Ken does have one thing he would like to say um, to end our first podcast of the new millennium. <laughs> what? As, what long as, as long as no one's keeping track. <laughs> it's staying in there, by the way. We're, apparently we're allowed to decide these things now. It, it, mm-hmm. it just feels that long since we've done this. He meant for the new year. No, I didn't. No, I really. No, I really. (laughs) Don't put words in my mouth. (laughs) All right. Ken's got some words to say. 
I'm going to beg your indulgence for a few minutes while I break one of the cardinal rules of this podcast and talk about religion. Mm. My friend Rob passed away this, mm. uh, a week ago this past Sunday at the age of 39. He was a friend of the show and was, uh, I was personally close with him for almost 30 years. I was among the speakers who eulogized him in a funeral service that I can only describe as simultaneously beautiful and awful. All of the speakers spoke uh, of him as being the kind of friend that uh, was who, what you needed when you needed him. It reminded me of when he and I used to talk about his servant's heart. The joy of Rob's life was in, was in helping, not as a servant in the traditional sense, but by being of service. He was the shoulder, the ear, the helping hand, what you needed when you needed it. Ephesians uh, chapter 5, verse 21 says, Submit uh, to one another out of reverence for Christ. However, the Revised Standard Version replaces subject, uh, submit with be subject. And I like this. Uh, in the passage, St. Paul goes on to talk about the role of husbands and wives, but I don't, I don't think that's the most important message here. Be subject to one another. Be of service to one another. Be the shoulder, the ear, the helping hand. I may fall short in doing this as well as my friend, but I will do my best to live up to his example. I'll never be able to express the depth of my love for this man, nor the depth of my grief at losing him. But I can express my gratitude for the light that he brought to me in the dark times by striving to do as he did, by being of subject to those in my life. I encourage you all to do the same. Let's all be subject to each other. Hmm. Amen. All right. All right, guys. I think with that, we have a, uh, a full podcast. We'll catch hmm. you next time, guys. What we'll talk about, again. No plan. No we plan. Don't know. Right. We don't know. We'll make Please it up as we go. leave something in the comments. <laughs> there Please. you go. Yeah. Please. Please. We're begging you. <laughs> All right, guys. Keep it real. Have a good night. Peace. I will destroy you, He-Man. <laughs> Perfect. I actually recorded that so we can actually hear what that sounded like. He is the All best right. worst Skeletor ever. He's the best. No, he's just the best Skeletor. Ever. No, I'm not. He's it's... the best worst. <laughs> no, I think... my voice cracks too much. I can't. I can't talk in those higher registers. Oh, I think you could. See, now you're too loud. <clears throat>